6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, so Alberta is joining three other provinces to explore the feasibility of small modular nuclear reactors as a clean energy option. So Jason Kenney, along with the premiers of Ontario, Saskatchewan and New Brunswick, have signed a memorandum of understanding related to exploring this small scale technology. Now, they first announced uh, that they were going to do this, that they were looking into it and supporting it back in the fall. Yesterday, the MOU was signed. So the Alberta government um, thinks it's going to help diversify its energy sector. Alberta says small modular reactors could supply non-emitting low-cost energy for remote areas in the province, as well as industries that need steam, such as the oil sands. With the development of of SMR technology, uh, we can, in principle, uh, develop uh, small modular reactors for discrete industrial applications like, for example, fueling uh, production of uh, Canada's single most valuable natural asset, which is our bitumen, the Canadian oil sands. So that was Premier Kenny speaking uh, about these SMRs. So to find out more about them, we're joined this afternoon by Al Siddiqui, the Program Manager with Advanced Reactors at Canadian Nuclear Laboratories. Al, welcome to 6.30, Chad, here in Edmonton. Hello, welcome. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Well, I'm happy to have you here, and uh, I, I almost want to preface this by saying, you know, you might have to talk to me like I'm in, you know, a 10-year-old when it comes to some of this stuff, because, um, you know, I think uh, some of this technology is is something that a lot of us don't pay attention to. So you're the expert, and I'm going to get you to explain everything, if that's okay. Sure, happy to. And and it is a really exciting type of technology that's getting more and more uh, press and more and more attention, and I think rightfully so. Uh, it really is a real option here in um, the fight against climate change and certainly ties into trying to green uh, various industries. So, Al, if I remember from back in high school, um, when you split radioactive atoms like uranium and, and that into smaller elements, that releases heat, and that heat is then converted into energy so that's pretty much how nuclear power works at at a basic level right yeah that's exactly right so it uses a process called nuclear fission which takes large uh, atoms like uranium splits those Uh, when a neutron hits a uranium atom it splits uh, and in the process it releases heat Uh, really it's aligned with the the famous e equals mc squared equation (laughs) so a little bit of that mass is turned into energy in the form of heat and that heat in a typical reactor would be used um, to essentially heat up water and that uh, turns uh, boils uh, water in a, in a, in a uh, steam generator or a heat exchanger that steam is then used to turn a turbine so in a lot of ways a nuclear plant uh, how you get that heat is a little different but uh, in the end it's used in a similar way as a coal-fired plant or a natural gas plant to produce steam and and turn a turbine for electricity. So what is the key benefit to nuclear energy compared to others, things like oil and gas or coal for that matter? Yeah, so the key key thing with nuclear is it is a very green form of electricity. Um, So so nuclear reactors uh, in that 
in that little bit of fuel that you put in a core of a reactor, you get a lot of energy out. So uh, the, en- the energy inside of uranium is extremely dense, uh, on the order of millions of times more energy uh, pound for pound than you'd have from something like coal. So, uh, so it is a very efficient way of producing large amounts of uh, energy and heat. So when we hear about, you know, it being labeled as, as a green energy source, what about, but what about the waste that comes along with it? I mean, it's, it's highly radio, radioactive, and from what I read and what I understand, we don't really, we still haven't come up with a way to best, you know, handle, handle the waste. Yeah, so the, the waste form in, in nuclear is a really important topic, of course. And, and I guess I would say uh, at a big picture level, all forms of electricity production produce waste, uh, including renewables, in, including nuclear, uh, including, of course, uh, fossil power. Uh, and so the, the really big strength, actually, of nuclear is that that waste form uh, is really well contained and accounted for and safely stored. Uh, and so actually nuclear is one of the only uh, industries that really does um, specifically set aside funds for long-term costs of disposal of those wastes. Uh, and so, you know, that, that is something that is, is sort of a strength in that perspective. Um, and that said, you know, waste is a critical issue. So there are pathways that are being uh, uh, further developed for sort of the, the ultimate disposal of these wastes. Uh, there's a national uh, organization called uh, the Nuclear Waste Management Organization mm-hmm. that is working towards that in Canada today. All right. So how? Okay, I have so so many questions for you, Al. Okay, uh, I'll get back to the waste here in just a moment. So when we cycle back around to these SMRs, how how are they different from uh, you know the normal reactor that we that we have seen on television over the years? Is it just size and the fact that they are modular, or is there more to it? So there's kind of two big things. So you hit on on the size. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. Um, they absolutely are, are a little bit smaller than the conventional standard yeah. nuclear plants that we see today. So typical plants would run in the order of around 1,000 megawatts of electricity that they produce. Uh, the largest of these small reactors, uh, we're talking about 300 megawatts. But it's not only the, the amount of electricity, it's also the physical size. In many cases, these plants are physically smaller than conventional plants requiring a, you know, a fraction of the size. And then beyond just the size side of it, the modularity is the other kind of key piece. So when we say modular, we we actually mean two things. One, these are smaller size plants that can be produced largely uh, in pieces in factories and then shipped to a site. Also modular in terms of how we'd install them and use them uh, from an operator's perspective. So instead of uh, building a very large plant, you could build a, a small plant and then add additional modules as you increase your need for uh, electricity. And I guess maybe when you're done with them, you could unpack it and take them out? That, that's absolutely part of the idea that uh, eventually when you've run your reactor and you complete uh, your use, for example, in a, a mine site somewhere, uh, that you would uh, let that cool down and then ultimately remove uh, fuel and waste, and and then you could decommission that reactor. How much waste do would these smaller these SMRs produce compared to these big plants? So in absolute terms, definitely a lot smaller than than the conventional plants, but of course they produce less electricity. 
but re- realistically, on a, in a, um, uh, a comparative basis, it would be similar sorts of waste that are generated. It is using okay. a similar type of overall technology. They all would require certain types of fuel. Uh, there are interesting differences and in flavors between these different reactors and, and at CNL. You know, we're very interested in, in the research behind uh, underpinning technologies, working with vendors and, and supplying our yeah. sort of uh, unique capabilities to them. So if, okay, uh, so with the, the, with the with the SMRs, if, um, if, let's say it's in northern Alberta, let's say it's on a, in, an, in an oil site somewhere, okay, mm-hmm. where then does the waste go i mean we know that there are storage facilities you know if you look at uh, at the at the big the bruce power plant the one that i've you know grew up being in ontario the one that i i guess i knew about uh, the best right we see the ponds we know that it's you know dug down and you know that's captured that way but what i guess you know are we what how, what ex- exploration ideas have we thought about where to store waste with these smr locations yeah, so there there are lots of different SMR designs on the, on the drawing board today, and uh, the ones that would probably be the most applicable for that type of application, in in most cases they're looking at a life of that reactor without refueling, for upwards of ten and in some cases twenty years. So so in theory you would be able to install one of these plants um, and use that heat, uh, use that electricity for uh, potentially you know twenty years before you need to refuel it. Uh, so the waste issue is, is is a little different than the sort of standard reactors today that require refueling on a more uh, consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Al uh, Siddiqui joining me this afternoon. He's the program manager at the Advanced Reactors at uh, Canadian Nuclear Laboratories, and I sure appreciate your time, Al, and thank you for explaining this as well as you are. Um, now, I think that there's, you know, when we look at you know the benefits of these SMRs, we talk about, uh, you know, the green side of it all. We talk about, you know, the size of them. We talk about the the, mo- the mobility, and I use that in quotes, but you know what I'm what I'm saying. But I'm also looking. And these are the potential of, and I'm sure the country is as well, I'm sure Saskatchewan is as well, about the potential to make money uh, when it comes to their uranium side of this. Saskatchewan, home to huge reserves of uranium. This could be uh, a bit of a money maker for the country as well, couldn't it? It absolutely could. And, and I think that's kind of the, one of the key things that Canada is really well positioned uh, with use cases where we can use this technology and deploy this technology, but also the underpinning, uh, you know, resources and underpinning science know-how uh, to actually see these deployed safely uh, in Canada and, and hopefully around the world. Uh, there's a lot of need for safe, reliable, and clean electricity, and this can really fill that uh, that need. So. Um when it when we go back to the green side of this and you know helping to reduce um you know emissions that sort of thing how much of an impact would smrs have on reducing carbon emissions so so right now in canada there there is a plan to reduce carbon emissions and get to so-called uh, net zero by 2050 and there are different projections and different ways you can look at this but in all the projections that i've seen and and that have been published in the last few years nuclear is a really core capability to bring those emissions down in an economic way it will cost more to to do that without uh, clean generation options like nuclear 
how would these SMRs then compare with with uh, things like uh, wind and solar energy? Would would it be comparable pricing wise, that sort of thing, or uh, you know what 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 they would be able to generate? Yeah, the economics is, is a really important aspect, and right now in Canada, we're actually looking at uh, hopefully in, in through the 2020s and, and early 2030s early deployments to demonstrate these reactors. Uh, so CNL, uh, we actually have an open demonstration invitation process that's underway, inviting SMR vendors to come and site their small reactors uh, and actually prove out those exact questions. Can you build these in a yeah. uh, defined timeline? Can you show that it's uh, competitive on pricing? And I would just note, you know, these designs uh, a little differently than the history of nuclear um, these are really uh, privately funded ventures. So these uh, have investment coming from private industry, developing these designs and looking to do this in a way that is economic and, uh, and really is a, a, a money maker. You know, I have to ask because, you know, when we are, you know, most of us, you know, just uh, don't pay much attention to, um, to to nuclear unless we hear something in the news and we hear, you know, you, you think of some of those big ones, Al, and you think of like Chernobyl and Three Mile Island mm-hmm. and all of that sort, sort of thing. What, uh, and again, I mean, dear, due to sheer size, I mean, outcomes, of course, different, but, you know, what stop gaps, what safeguards uh, in place to, to uh, ensure the safety of these things yeah so smrs it's it's a really exciting part of these new advanced reactor technologies and advanced reactors are a little bit broader than just smrs you can have large Mm -hmm. advanced reactors as well but they incorporate in in general safety philosophies that rely on things like the physics of the actual uh, reactions in the core the fact that uh, warm fluids tend to rise due to buoyancy and these sorts of physical phenomena to ensure safety of the reactors. Mm -hmm. So these designs are all very, very safe, uh, and the designs are really trying to optimize to be economic as well. When do you think, if if you were to to ballpark when these might be developed, a a green light given to them, any idea when we might be able to see these being used in, in Canada? Yeah, absolutely. So CNL's vision is to see the first of these SMRs cited for demonstration purposes by 2026. And I know there are timelines that are that are being talked about uh, in Ontario in the late 2020s for deployment mm-hmm. for a first reactor, and certainly follow-on units in, in the provinces that have just signed on to this MOU would likely follow soon after. Uh, and then certainly through the 2030s, you know, more deployments uh, once this technology is proven out with those initial uh, projects. Al, really, really interesting stuff. I want to thank you for taking the time to explain it so well to us. And uh, we'll be following along. I look forward to having a conversation with you again in the future. Thanks for this. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Yeah, take care. Al Siddiqui joining us this afternoon from Canadian Nuclear Laboratories. We're talking about these small modular reactors that uh, a number of the provinces are saying, hey, you know, let's look into this. Let's, you know, see where where we could use these and where they might be beneficial. If you just Google small modular reactors, lots of uh, stuff online to read about if you want to find out more.